episode something of the Mophies as we enter or have now been in the middle of the fee portion, which is the fear itself portion. It's been a while since we've recorded, so I am all out of whack. I don't know about you. <laughs> we've completely changed the format. That's Words don't right. mean anything. <laughs> now it's in Spanish. Hey! Uh, yes. Uh, fear itself is what we're talking about. You're yes. welcome, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome, the, the ten people that worked on Fear Itself and thought, why doesn't anybody ever talk about our show that we work so hard on? Look, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry it shook out this way for you. Yeah, because, again, um, thus far in our experience of Fear Itself, the episodes haven't been that bad, right? No. They haven't been. Um, I don't know if that's keeping up. Uh, but it, even when even when it's bad, it's not uh, Masters of Horror bad. This is so, so. true, so true. Um, if nothing else, like I think <laughs> you and I both probably do this. Like we take different um missions upon ourselves to make sure people understand, like that the last Final Destination movie was actually the best Final Destination movie. Of course, yep. yeah, like the, the, you know, really inconsequential things in the scheme of things. Um. But I think one of mine is going to be that, hey, people, Fear Itself was okay. Mm-hmm. Way better than Masters of Horror. So there's yep. that. Uh, this episode is Community. This episode is very exciting for many reasons. Uh, it's one of our, one of the first uh, written by a woman. I, uh, I no, believe... directed by a woman, not written by well, a woman. Kelly is not a woman. Kelly is not a woman. No. Kelly is not a woman. You know what? I'm not going to say anything, but that's not that surprising. And I'll get into why. <laughs> I'll get into why. But I thought I thought maybe we had a duo, which would would have been nice. It would have been um, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Okay. Well, uh, it directed by a woman. The only one <laughs> directed by a woman, because yep, apparently like, it was you know because like women just don't direct horror, right, Christine? They don't like horror, so horror. yeah. I mean, you and I both know that that's something that people have tried to say, which is just just wild to me. Yes. But uh, Mary Heron, you know, if somebody's going to direct one of these, why not, right? Yeah, Honestly, a good choice. she should have had a Masters of Horror, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, in this one, uh, Community, as you said, it's called, uh, has Brandon Routh in it. That's about all I have to say about this episode. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh so, okay, I think I maybe we have different opinions on this one. <laughs> I think we might. I think we might. Well, let me say that this this is, as the title might suggest, Community. It's basically a lot of my favorite shit all thrown together. Same. Like, I love what's happening in this community. This gated community is weird. There's so many books about, I think in during Master of, Masters of Horror, I talked about a fun book about a weird community and then the there's that X- one yeah yeah there's that x files that's about that all that those weird happenings and like a you know you know what i'm just saying it's a great premise it's a great i place love to a stepford story i love it yeah and it and it like and it had you're right it had big stepford wives energy a couple times but it is what it is at face value, and then it never does anything different yeah. or interesting. It only does things to distract you from how cool the idea is. And this is one that I think suffers the most from the format, from and, and not so much the commercials and it being, you know, kind of muted for network television. It's the time frame that this one did not know how to work with, I think. 
because I didn't it didn't know how to exist in the in whatever it is forty one yeah. yeah um I agree with that and I I want to get your thoughts on do you feel like those timestamp those like t- title cards with how much time has elapsed do you feel like those were added afterwards uh I wouldn't be surprised why don't we first they didn't they didn't make sense. I mean, yeah, I, they were definitely there to express a passage of time that might not, not otherwise have been detected. I uh, felt like they actually did a decent... I'm sorry, I'm going to keep talking no, about please. this. I feel like they actually did a decent time. I'll, I'll, let's talk about what it's about, and then I'll do that. That's what I was going to ask you to do. Give us a synopsis have, and redo spoil. I have strong feelings. I know. You're so excited about something you're not excited about. <laughs> it's adorable. Story of my life. Um, okay, so Brandon Ralph... Spitting out my salsa here. Let's let's say at the beginning here, up top, everybody, Brandon Routh, one of the most handsome men alive. I, he, he I don't is, make the rules. No, he is one of those men who is so handsome that I, I can't figure out if he has any talent at all or if he's just really, really perfectly handsome. I Look, I'm going to say all of the above. He is perfectly handsome. I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I've seen him in real life. It was it was a lot. He's a lot to look at in real life. Very beautiful man. But I, I also watched Legends of Tomorrow, a show that he had oh, okay. been on for an extensive run. And he is good on that. I don't, I feel like, look, I don't know Brandon Ralph. I haven't seen everything he's in, but I really do feel like he's good. He just needs the right kind of direction or yeah. else he kind of comes off a little cardboardy or flat. Yeah, and the things I've seen him in, um, obviously Superman Returns, which I just, oh. I hate that movie so much. I don't, yeah. and I don't blame him for anything in it. It's just terribly done. Mm-hmm. Um, a Dylan Dog Dead of Night, which he is. I watched it last oh night God. and to celebrate this episode. Okay, I remember watching it and just feeling bad for everybody involved. Am I wrong or what did it, is it, is it that? No, you're not wrong. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a lot wrong with that movie and I think some of it has to do with some editing and, and possibly sure. some some post-rap narration mm-hmm. that they were like, hmm, let's just have this man tell us everything that's happening constantly. So it gets really heavy and bogged down. Okay. Um, it's it's unfortunate because it could have been like a less good Constantine. Sure, sure. I think that's and what they were going could, for. Yeah, but it, could, it was like almost there and they ruined it. <laughs> um, I've he, seen him in one Hallmark movie. Ooh, was it good? No, it wasn't. Oh, um, right. there were there were uh, cats in it. It was, oh god, it was like the Twelve Days. I can't remember the title of it, and I'm really angry. It was some pun on cats, but it was involved cats, and that was more charming than anything else. Um, and then Scott Pilgrim, where he's really funny, really good. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's really funny in Legends of Tomorrow as well, and really, get, there's some emotional performances and stuff. I I just don't. Also, I think it might be hard for I I just. Look, I stare at him a lot. It might be hard for him to play against type. Like, yeah. sometimes there's some emotional stretching that doesn't feel natural. And he's also one of those guys who, because he is so perfectly good looking, he, and not quite a good enough actor to, to not play that. If he's not playing that part, it's hard to ever buy him. Um, I do have one thing I appreciate in this. It's something I always appreciate. Um is when you when you have an actor like Brandon Routh in something and characters acknowledge that he's like really good looking and attractive so when um at one point like he's talking about um like his his like uh gym equipment 
and making sure that's in place. I'm like, oh, good, because I need to know that this world acknowledges that Brandon Routh doesn't get that way by not exercising. He doesn't just show yes, up that yes. way. Yeah, uh, I yes, the 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 stage was set for something wonderful to happen. Yeah. So go into the story of this. <laughs> tell, tell the people um, what this episode's about. It it really is very simple. There's a there's a community like a gated living type situation they have stores and stuff too like a town square Mm -hmm. so it's bigger than that but like community where they're very selective about who moves in and they have like some algorithm and it's 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 just more of that someone had so much more of that well i'm glad you said that so it's like super sinister and like it could have been about something, but I yeah. don't feel like it was about anything. So much like how you know how Screwfly Solution, the Masters of mm-hmm. Horror episode. If you don't, if you haven't been here, with <laughs> I'm us, familiar. Um, you know how that was about something. Like I kept wanting this one to be about anything, and it yeah. wasn't because it really is just like this sinister gated community where once you you sign all these wild things and you move in and like good things happen. You have access to good schools, and there's also I mean not the illusion but like the information that you know you you can get connections and in industry and government mm-hmm. because there this is like some some fucking Illuminati-esque thing yeah I went I went for the Joshua Jackson movie The Skulls oh wow but your references are more current Illuminati (laughs) but it's very much like the secret society but like in this community and like they do wild shit and you can see other people on the televisions so like there's like a little bit of Shirley Jackson lottery thing going on a, a little bit and 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 like they're there was other there was interesting stuff there like tell me more about how like they need a perfect like biome of like you know you have one kid and you're a single guy and you have an adult child like there's this way that they they figure out who can move in and i it was so boring instead you just had Brandon Routh and the girl from Roswell talking a, a lot and i'm just like i don't i don't care yeah, and it really gives her the short shift oh, because in the beginning, ever. like it's it's very like again, it's it's so set up for something fine. Like this is a nice young couple who want to have kids, decide like oh they're not ready because because they're they don't like the city. They they like sell their souls to move basically. Like they know they're signing a contract that's a little shifty, but it's too good to be true. But come on. And she gets seduced, like, you see her, like, the things she's enjoying, she makes friends, um, you know, they want to have a baby, and she's having trouble, but then, like, oh, I don't know, now she can. And yet, the, but the show never gives her that moment to really make a case for it. And so, spoiler alert, at the end, in the end, he's figured out this is bad, she's like, yeah, you're right, it's really bad, we gotta get out of here. They have, they hatch this big plan um, with the diversion, they're gonna escape, and then in the end... Like, it's revealed that she's turned on him. But we don't ever see her make that decision. And that's that sucks, because it was her decision, not his. Yeah, you never... And also, there's no real weight to anything, because yeah. I get, like, how many times can you tell me I don't want to raise kids in the city? But, sure. like, I, I didn't see your hardship at all. So, like, I don't know why you would do something so desperate and weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good point. So it just seemed like the escalation was weird, and um, it was yet yeah, timed and toned weirdly. 
and I really, I, I will again go back to the title cards because it did, it did something that lots of things do now, where it it threw us into the action, which I'm gonna tell you I hate. Yep, don't I do hate, it. I hate, hate, hate yep. when you're. I think we've talked about it because I, I, we talked about don't breathe, don't, yep. don't breathe opens with a character a lot, like. I just don't like it. Yeah, don't... it opens with a scene that comes like 58 minutes into this 90-minute movie that... just so that you start with a jump scare and know, oh, shit, that's going to go down. And now I have a 50-minute slow burn. But the entire time I'm thinking, well, this character's not dead yet because yep. I've, I've yep. seen the, the opening. And it's this thing that movies keep doing. And I, yep. again, I think the reason they do it is that, and a lot of times I bet it's a like studio executive saying, well, you know, you're going to have restless teen- teenagers in the audience who are going to give up after a half hour when nothing happens. So you need to tell them something's going to happen, and then who cares? You know, we'll get back to it. But it really does kill momentum. And in this, it's not like the mo- it just doesn't do anything for the story. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I, there's ways to open on action and and get your audience to trust you without literally showing what's going to happen. Yeah later in the movie but in, or in this case the show but you're right here it didn't it wasn't additive in any way because you don't you don't know the context for it you just they just show you right up front things go bad right well, you see him sinis- running from a mob and that's it if you're sinister enough i'm gonna immediately know that something goes bad like i don't you didn't have to do that but it's like it shows us that and then it's like four months earlier and i don't like that so i'm yeah. like oh great four months earlier great now we're gonna build to that what is this nonsense going to be? But they keep doing it three, three weeks after that. And then they say Valentine's Day. And it what Emily, it wasn't Valentine's Day. <laughs> I have no reason to believe you know, it was Valentine's Day. That's a really Day. good point. See, they I just, think the passage it, of time is important to the episode because it is part of the story. The story is that they move in and they don't realize they've signed a contract that says they have to have a kid in a year. But so I, I feel like the, the narrative itself perfectly told me that time was elapsing it yeah it, it probably did um i maybe i just didn't because i had those time cards i didn't have to think about it so i didn't have to think yeah. whether i would have known without it or not that I, but like because i was obsessed with it i could it was clear mm. it was super obvious they they he, he goes and sees the neighbors and he's like i haven't seen you guys since the christmas party like now i know time has passed right right like they they literally wrote it in. They wrote in the passage of time. Like they have a yeah, Christmas that's a good party. Point. I and but then they were like, "No, let's throw up some title cards." I, this is such a sticking point for me. I think fair <laughs> because it was like, "Wait a second, when is it now?" So wait, is that three weeks after the four? Or oh, I hate. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I hate. I hate when some when when um when it's the inconsistency in that right? Because if it's like two weeks later, wait, two weeks later from the beginning when you gave me a time or two weeks after Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's a, that's a be consistent, be consistent. I, I agree. It was just, it was one of those things that it made me feel like you didn't trust the story. Like, no, somebody didn't trust the story. So yeah. why am I going to yeah. invest in it? It felt like it was undercutting itself. And then, yeah, all the, the tension, it, it undercut the tension and it, it, it almost made you feel like you didn't, like you said, you kind of didn't have to pay yeah. close attention. That's a good point. And then, and then it was, it made me, like, the escalation was weird. Like, I, I bought, I knew what they were doing. They didn't have to sell me on, like, this is a, this is a sinister community. They didn't have to sell me on that. So I'm there. But then, then the only thing left is, is that relationship. 
and we like you said when you don't see the wife make the decision or you don't know what tipped her or you you're not privy to anything like that it it's just it's it feels aimless Yeah. yeah yeah it was a bummer because it was all there and I right, was so right. jazzed about it. Well, and that's why I think I enjoyed it more than um, probably most people because it was it was all the things I, I want. It just didn't wasn't good, yeah. but I still enjoyed it just because I love this kind of story. Um, and I thought yeah. it was interesting that normally like this is a Rosemary's Baby. This is a Stepford almost all of these stories it's always the woman being the kind of hysteric not trusted um she senses something's wrong but everybody else go, you know doesn't so i thought like oh that's interesting the fact that and i don't know why um and i guess part of it is well because it's probably more um what's the word more fitting or believable that it's the wife who gives in because of kind of her her desire to raise a baby but I thought, like, at least that's interesting, that it's the, the – this is almost in its own way a weird little twist on the gender, because normally she's the one that nobody believes, but in this case, it's him. hmm Again, it didn't really do anything with it, but – Yeah, it would have been cool if it, if it played that up a little bit more. Yeah, very much. Um, but... Well, it's funny because I just wa- – I think I had told you a few weeks ago I watched, upon your recommendation, Vivarium – which I loved so much. Like, maybe my favorite movie I've watched this year. And I think it just also put me in such a headspace of, oh, I I want more, you know, closed community stories because I just think they're so, like, it's just this weird little, very obscure subgenre that can lend itself to a lot of very specific types of storytelling. And that's what you get here, except you just don't get it done very well. Yeah, because because for the for well for any story, but for those stories specifically to be successful, there has to be something else going on. Like it, can't, we're at a point where where it can't just be sinister. Because even in Rosemary's Baby, it wasn't just sinister. They were t- getting a baby, and Stafford wives they were replacing women. What was the big thing here? Yeah. They, and, well, like they were yeah. setting, they were they were creating communities to like mold and shape people to like insert them into society. Well, then, what's the implication of that? Is, was yeah. the, was the president in this world from the community or whatever? Like, yeah, I, it just didn't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I took it more uh, as like an enclosed like biodome esque situation, which I love. Yeah, yeah and which, which is interesting. Of like, well, you guys moved in. If you don't have a baby, then that means we're missing that component that you know helps and like even the whole like there's a scene where there's a like a public shaming of a woman who had an affair and so she's got to stand in the middle of Times Square or Times Square of Town Square and kids are throwing rocks at her and there's something very like oh because she disrupted the like the way things are like she's corrupted the the air by doing by making this choice so they have to fix that somehow. Like, that's interesting. If it was this idea that this community is self-contained, that would have been more interesting than not explaining whether the president once lived here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. it's disappointing. I don't recommend it. I just didn't hate it as much as I probably should have. Yeah, I mean, I was mostly just kind of like, mm. yeah. I wasn't like actively angry. 
Okay. About it. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, normally we don't want to be actively angry about things. So good. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like it could swing that way, though. So I was just like, Meh. Okay. um, it existed. It's not. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. Yeah, that's as good as one can say, I think. Yeah, it it was there. But I will say, again, it is an installment in the series that is proving to not be bad. Yeah, it's it's more, again, this this is much better than most of the bad Masters of Horror. I would rather watch this again than I would, um, I don't know, Pelts? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because there was stuff here, it just didn't, wasn't handled very well. Yeah. So, eh, disappointing. All right. I guess that's what we have to say about Community, the episode of Fear Itself, not the TV show, which is wonderful and lovely. It was lovely. Indeed. We'll see you again soon. Hit it, maestro! Me and you, Ben, come on, sing with me! Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? Come on, Ben! In your neighborhood. Good! In your neighborhood, say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Hey, this is good. Okay, okay, okay. Well, who are the people in our neighborhood? <laughs> well, you'll see. Come on out, person in our neighborhood. Here I am, here I am. Hiya, Tilly. <laughs> Hello there. Roll a letter carrier brings the mail. Through rain or snow or sleet or hail. I'll work and work the whole day through to get your letter safe to you. Cause a letter carries a person in your neighborhood. You know it. In your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. In your neighborhood. Yeah, the letter carries a person in your neighborhood. A mm. person that you meet each day. Woo, that was fun. Listen, I got this letter here from Mary. Are you Mary? Uh, am I Mary? Huh. No, no, I'm not Mary. Well, I gotta find this Mary. Where are you, Mary? Need an address on this letter, Mary. Well, this is great. Okay, let's meet another person in our neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Person in the neighborhood number two. Come on out. Cable guy. Oh, a cable guy hooks up your TV. So play your favorite show or movie. If you are seeing nothing but fun, he'll come by and fix it. A cable guy, the person in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. In your neighborhood. Yes, it is. In your neighborhood. Oh, a cable guy's a person in your neighborhood. That's me. A person that you meet each day. <laughs> Thanks, cable guy. No problem. No hey, problem. Huh? Do you think you could do me a favor? I'm having some trouble with my cable. You think you'd help me out? Don't worry, Benny Bubble. I'll juice ya. All right. This is so much fun. Yeah. Hey, you know what? What? I want to be a person in our neighborhood. Well, sure. We can sing about you. Oh, Ben is the person in our neighborhood. Yeah, in the neighborhood. Hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, got, I got a better idea. I got a great idea. I'm going to put on a costume. I'll be right back. Hang on a second. Costume? Okay, I'm ready. Let's sing. Ben, what are you dressed as? I'm a person in the neighborhood. I'm a cheese. Ah, cheese? Yeah. A cheese is a really great fella. You call me Swiss Brie or mozzarella. I'm a really, really tasty dish. Try melting me on tuna fish. Ben, this is 
Because a cheese is a person in your neighborhood. Cheese isn't a person in your neighborhood. Is it? In your neighborhood. Oh, a cheese is a person in your neighborhood. A person that you meet when you're walking down the street. A person that you meet each day. That was really great. I, I think I make a very, very good cheese. Very convincing. Hey, 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 uh, you guys know any place to eat around here? Yeah, it's our lunch break and we're starving. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't. Oh, 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 wait a minute. There's a giant cheese right here in the neighborhood. Let's eat that. What? Yeah. No, 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 wait. Telly, Telly, I gotta go. I'm not really a cheese. Hey, stand still, cheese. I'm starving. Let that be a lesson to all of us. Never dress like a cheese at lunchtime. <laughs> Telly, help me. Oh, that's uh, Come on, cheese. I want to spread your toe. <laughs> I'm so big! Wait, 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 